Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. We run into it and we are saved. I laughed when I thought the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Ah, because last night I went to bed and it was almost spring. I woke up this morning to a winter wonderland. Somewhere in the midst of last night, snow came. So the earth is the Lord's. He can do with it as he please. Father, we praise you. Your creativity, your love. We thank you for being our God, our Lord, our rock, our redeemer, our kinsman, our friend. Hallelujah. And if you sent the snow, and I think you did, you've got jokes. Because you know all of us was waiting on a beautiful spring day. But Father God, we are just blessed to be alive, to be in your presence, to be in each other's presence. You know how the word says, behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. So Father, I am grateful grateful for the body of Christ, grateful for those that you have surrounded me with. Each day gets sweeter than the day before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, I'm going to do this prayer. I've been doing it lately before I get started. Father, in the name of Jesus, I cover myself, all those that are on this line with the blood of Jesus. I ask you, Father God, to release warring angels to protect us, our children, our children's children. For Father, we realize that we are your war club and weapons of war. We break down, undamn, and blow up all walls of protection around the enemy. All walls of protection around the witches, the warlocks, the wizards, the Satanists, the sorcerers, and the like. We break the power of all curses, hexes, vexes, spells, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thoughts, all witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, and all mind control. Jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, and psychic prayers, psychic warfare, all prayer chains. Oh, Father, I just heard this. We don't realize that on Facebook, a lot of what we're doing is not praying to God, it's prayer chains. Hmm. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We break prayer chains, chanting, witchcraft, hoodoo, crystals, roots, and everything being sent our way or our family members' way or all those that concern us in the name of Jesus. We return it and the demons to the sender. We bind it to them by the blood of Jesus. We cut and burn their ungodly silver cords and ley lines in Jesus' name. You know, you heard me say, I return all of these things to the sender. I used to ask, why would you do this? Why would you return this to the sender? But what we're really talking about is the source of the one that's having it sent. Not necessarily the person, but the demonic construct that is behind that person's deed. We return it to them and we let, <laughs> let them face the consequences of what they have sent against us. And um, so I may teach more on that later, but I realize the hour we're living in, we don't know what people believe. We don't know really their stance on anything. So the Lord has begun to have me pray against what might have been released in the night season over our families. This morning, I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about something that has really hit my heart. And that is 1 Timothy 6, verse 6 through 8. It says, godliness with contentment is great gain. For we bought no brought nothing into this world, and we cannot take anything out of it. But if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. You know, we live in a country. We're blessed to live in a country that we can work and earn whatever we imagine. Yes, my beloved. If you can imagine it, you can obtain it. And if you have the guts to go get it, you live in a country where you can. That is the blessing of being here. No matter whether we came by ships or no matter what kind of ship we came by, the blessing, no matter if we are Native Americans, uh, the blessing is in this moment right now regardless of social economic statuses. If we get the mind to make a change, we can do that. We're created in God's image. What I wanna deal with my beloved is the fact that in this environment, it is so easy to be idolatrous. We don't recognize it as that. It's been around us our life. We want this, we want that, we want to be like this, we want to do this, all of these things. There is nothing wrong with being surrounded with beauty, order. There's nothing wrong with any of these things. 
as long as your first desire is God and everything else comes from your relationship with God. It's not the things, my beloved. There are those of us, those like us, we have mansions. Some we have an efficiency apartment. Some we have nothing because we may be missionaries and God has said, sell everything and just go where I tell you to go. It's not what we have. It's the source of our inspiration. It's the why we want it. We have it. I believe if we investigate the whys, we will find out where our heart really is. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything you need will be added to you. We all have goals, hallelujah. One of mine is not to have the worst yard in the neighborhood this spring. However, <laughs> I'm still standing on that promise. But moreover than that, my first desire is to glorify God in the task that he's assigned me. I believe he wants my yard to look like a saved woman looks, lives in the house. Hallelujah. But my beloved, the opinions of others, if they are more important than the time I spend with God, the peace I have in serving him, that I've allowed those opinions to be more important than my God. I love my husband. And there are times in our 40 some years together that he's been on the throne of my heart. I love my son, and there have been times in his 40-some years that he's been on the throne of my heart. I believe, my beloved, when God is first, everything else will take its proper place. Everything else will be served with love, peace, and kindness. I believe some of our medical issues are because of self-inflicted anxiety. Wanting to be like Mike. Anyone knows we've got about 10 moving vehicles. And we're examining why, Lord. Why, Lord? If what we do does not glorify God, why, Lord? 
I believe God wants to give us a peace that passes all understanding. Hebrews 13, 5 says, keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you. We can have millions and millions of dollars, but our love must be toward God. Sometimes, my beloved, the spirit of poverty follows us because we have a love for money. We have an adversary that turns things upside down and he will keep us chasing a dime when God wants to give you a dollar. He'll keep us running after fixing poverty instead of running after God. I believe, and I'll give you an example. A few years ago, I have worked 40 years of my life. Actually, I've worked longer than that. I've worked about 45 years of my life. And if you count starting to earning my own money at nine babysitting, I've worked a a long time. But the last time I was downsized, I came home and I looked for two years looking for a job, depending on uh, pay grade and occupation jobs can be a little bit more strategic. I had um, a recruiter looking. So we were looking right then in that point, we were going through a recession as a nation. It was in the 2009-2010 time frame. And God began to say, go to school, get your PhD. Well, I did it, not even knowing what a PhD was. Everybody thought it was a big deal. I just thought I was going back to school. The Lord had dealt with me with starting a women's organization, and it was well on its way. At the time when we started, it was like 58 women meeting every month. It was really just amazing. But when it was time to go back to work, my mother's health, my first my mother-in-law's health failed, my mother failed, health started falling, my uh, father-in-law, my husband started having strokes. Uh, all kind of things began to happen. And I was trying to care for everything and everybody. If you ever get a PhD, believe them when they say you will never go to school for anything more difficult. Um, no one shared my vision for anything. So it was me and God trying to put all this together, trying to be a good daughter, a good mother. And and at the same time, my son was not married. He had gone through a divorce. I was going back and forth to Ohio, uh, 
taking care of my granddaughter, helping him, making sure that he had what he needed because he had to go to work and he had this little one he had to take care of. And he was a single father. So all of these things, I was balancing them. And so I began to say, okay, God, what am I going to do? He said, poverty is a smoke screen. Blow it away. And I will tell you, I have more money in the bank now. Apart from what my husband earns, apart from what we saved, personally, I have more resources available to me than I ever had working in technology, making a very good wage. Why? Because poverty was the issue, not the amount of money. Now, I've always been a tither. I've always been a giver. I not only sow into the church, I sow into people's lives. I've always done that. I sow into other ministries. I'm a sower. I'm a giver. If God says give, I give, period. I give of my time, my talent, and my resources. God told me, he said, the reason people deal with poverty is because it's a spirit and we tap into that spirit. Some of us are born impoverished and we keep trying to fix stuff when what we really should do is focus on God. Godly contentment is great gain. Why? We're anxious for nothing. We're not concerned about where we're going to live and what we're going to drive and uh, whether we'll make that next promotion or we get a raise and what's going to happen with this and what's going to happen with that. We know Heavenly Father has it. I may be older than some of you, but I still have dreams and visions. I still know that there are things that God wants to do with me and my life. If I don't have certain things, I'm going to tell you, my beloved, it's because of a mindset of what I thought should happen, not what God wanted to happen for me. You see, when we don't have God's mindset, he can't give us what he wants to give us because something else is on the altar of our hearts. There are times we're trying to find a husband or find a this or find a that. It's all there, but there's a smoke screen that the enemy puts up that makes us feel like We've got to get it for ourselves. Something we have to do to make things right. Instead of just being righteous because of Jesus. Well, my beloved, I've taken up a lot of time, probably more than I anticipated. But I want us to get that our Heavenly Father loves us so much. He knows what each of us can handle. 
He knows what each of us, how we are to live so that he is glorified. If you ever notice, some people get a lot of things done. Could it be that they're spending time with the Lord and putting God's first? God begins to order our footsteps. We begin to live. It doesn't mean we do less. Help, I want you to understand this but we do it from a different perspective. Yesterday, I was blessed to work with some phenomenal people during our Sunday service. Yes, phenomenal, amazing people. But I wanna tell you, my beloved, pulling it together was probably the easiest anything that I've ever done happen. I've done other productions. I've done other things similar to that over the last 20 years. I've held meetings, but yesterday, walking through everything was the easiest I've ever done. It could be because I worked with some amazing, wonderful people, but I also think it was because I finally brushed off of my altar the need to please other people and simply say, God, what do you want with me? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I praise you and I thank you that you alone are my God, my rock, my redeemer, my kinsman, my friend. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you fill us with your hope, with joy and peace and believing you so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we may abound in all hope and all grace, according to Romans 15, 13. Father God, this is the day that you have made regardless of the snow on the ground, regardless of whether we were anticipating spring. Oh, and we pray godly protection over all the crops that have been planted for those that were trying to get ahead of trying to plant fresh fruits and vegetables. We pray protection over them, Father God. For this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Father God, we count it all joy, no matter what's going on in our life. Knowing that, Father, if you are testing our faith, you are producing a steadfastness. We want you, Father God, to have your full impact on our life that we may be perfect, complete, and lacking nothing. Weeping may endure for a night, but God, joy comes in the morning. So, Father, we are godly content. We wait on you, Father God. We realize the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. Whatever it is that you want us to have, regardless of what's going on in the world that you are able to supply, we are anxious for nothing. Father, with prayer and supplication, we let you know our needs. Then we get on with the process of doing. 
We thank you, Abba Father. Though we have not seen you with our eyes, we love you. Though we have not seen you with our eyes, we believe in you. We rejoice in you with joy and inexpressible joy, filled with glory. We obtain the outcome of our faith, the salvation of our souls. Father God, we're not wasting our faith on stuff. <laughs> this is I. We're not wasting our faith on I want this, I want that, give me this, give me that. Father God, we have faith. We have faith for healing. We have faith for deliverance. We have faith for prosperity that transcends our wish list, our to-do list that we have manufactured because we want to be like Mike. We praise you and we thank you, Father God. We want wholeness and deliverance. We want to see our children and our children's children delivered and set free. We want them to know the love of God, the peace of God, the joy of God. We want them to wake up every morning with love and peace, not anxiety and fear, not resentment and anger. Father God, we wanna create an atmosphere for our children to feel loved. Father God, we want the balance between discipline and discipleship, even in raising our children. We want to know their created purpose, and we want to create an environment that nurtures them. Whether our children are biological or spiritual, whether as leaders within the body of Christ, you've given us lives to oversee, to pray for, to believe for. We want to know your heart for all those that are among us. How do we serve one another in love so that you are glorified, God? How do we give, share, release so that your love is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We open up our hearts to be led by Holy Spirit. We take the oxygen today, God. We breathe in your resurrection life. We breathe in our, your hope for the future. We breathe in you, your essence, your presence. We ask you to be with us 24-7, to walk with us, to walk with our children and our children's children. And we pray, Father God, that all over this nation, men, women, and children are coming into a saving grace, understanding who you are and whose they are. We walk with you, Abba Father. Although those around us may not understand, we're not asking to be understood. We're taking that thing off our altar, God. We're asking to understand, to understand you, Father, your plan, your purpose, and how we ought to live in this wicked society. 
Father God, there are those that walked out of our service yesterday. They walked out of many services all over this nation, all over this world. We pray for those, Father God. We don't know their needs. We don't know what was said. We don't know why. But Father God, we pray, Lord. We pray that the conviction of the Holy Spirit will be their portion because nothing is more important than the saving of souls. That men and women would live righteous lives. There are those that set unbelieving hearts, stony and cold. We ask, Father God, that the spirit of the living God would begin to call stony hearts to be pumiced, open to the truth of your word. We pray, Father God, all over this nation, people celebrate Easter, which is a demonic spirit, and I rebuke that devil in the name of Jesus. Easter is not a good word at all. And our celebration is not about Easter. Father God, we do celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but we don't celebrate it as a day. We celebrate it as a lifestyle that speaks as a lifestyle, Father, 24-7. And I pray that what was released over our particular congregation will continue to be marked as a lifestyle that we seek. We seek to live covered by the blood of Jesus. Our ears are hope, open to hear what the blood is speaking to us individually and collectively in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And all false idolatry and demonic worship, we nail it to the cross. And we command it to be destroyed in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, that the fire of your burning would begin to consume all false religion in the midst of us in the name of Jesus. For we will have no other gods before you. Take it off the altar of our heart. Deliver us and our children and our children's children in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yesterday was not a Easter celebration, but it was a celebration to the God who is worthy to be celebrated, and it will be celebrated not on a day, but it will be celebrated by our lifestyles. We declare it so in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I had to say that. I ask you, Father God, that you will bless everybody on their line, on this line, their children, their children's children. May they rejoice in the God of their salvation. May the love of God walk with them, be their portion, be their strength. May their eyes be open. Hallelujah. May they see, hear, and know the power of the altar where we worship where you are God, where you are Lord, where you are resurrected, where you are all powerful and may they walk in power, love and a sound mind in Jesus name until tomorrow be blessed. I love you all. God bless you. Peace in Jesus name. Amen. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.